Axe and Hair presents Evil Isn't Easy, Chapter 4. me? Well, this is a welcome surprise. I overheard the cooks talking about what they'd be serving you, and I... Well, here you go. Why bother? What do you mean? Why bother giving good food to a dying animal? It would be better used on those who will still be living next week. Because... because it's the right thing to do. And you're sure of that? I am. I wish I had your moral conviction, that sense of doing good because good should be done. Oh, pish. Everyone has that. We're all born with a conscience. You really think so? Even after all you've been through, you believe in the inherent honesty of people. Deep down, people know what the right thing to do is, even if sometimes they decide not to act on it. It wasn't that easy for me. What wasn't? Good. Selfishness that came naturally. The hunger for whatever I could get my hands on. I learned that early. The cruelty came when I had what I wanted and would do anything to keep it but I've always had a hard time with the right thing to do, and unfortunately, others suffered so I could learn. How so? I'd lost my kingdom, and the world thought me dead. The persona of the wild witch of the woods was gone, and I let it fade away. I decided to look for that goodness in the world. And what did you find? More of myself. Cruel, scared, vain people who were given much and squandered it. I began to realize it was these people who were causing much of the suffering and in the world. I could see it from both sides as I'd had nothing and everything and lost them both. So you became a gardener? That's a good way of saying it. I suppose I did. I helped the flowers of kindness to grow by pulling out the weeds of cruelty. I found ways to teach lessons to those that needed it. Like what? Well, I had some dealings with a fisherman as an enchanted fish. That was fun. But the one that came to mind is when I found a young prince playing with the other children of the kingdom. He was young, true but already awful, spoiled, oh, entitled, commanding them all to do his bidding, threatening them with torture if they disobeyed. That sounds terrible. Clearly his parents were doing nothing. I decided to step in. I turned him into a frog. Witches really do that? I thought it was a myth. And how do you think the myth got started? Humility is a hard lesson, and it took him years to finally learn it. Of course, the kiss of true love set him free... But I'd learned a thing or two from my experiences. It wasn't enough for some random person to come by with an honest heart and solve their problems. (laughs) No. The victim of the curse had to have changed, too. This time, it would take mutual understanding. How did it end? With a gold ball and kindness. I'd forgotten that pity could work well, too. He'd learned his lesson and, from what I followed, became a pretty solid leader. The marriage didn't work out, though. That's too bad. You even take pity on those you never met? Hmm. A marriage can't be based on pity. It upsets the power dynamic. And in the space between them, resentment will grow. The next time I pledged, I would make sure the spell required quality. The next time? Oh, yes. By this time, I'd let my looks go. While I didn't appear as my natural age, that being counted in centuries, I was an old hag. 
But you look normal now. Older than a bride, but too young for a grandmother, I mean. That's by design, but that's not for now. I chose that appearance because no one expected much from a wandering old woman. I could move almost invisibly through town. Plus, the uglier I was, the more people's true nature would be shown. How would that work? Huh, well, if you want to see someone's true self, see how they treat those that cannot help them. It's all well and good to be nice to those you wish to court or to help you rise above from your station. But what about those below, ones in worse shape than you? Ones who can never help you in any way. How do you treat them? I would expect people to treat them as they wish to be treated. And that is where character is shown. Generosity is far rarer than you'd believe. One cold night, I came upon an elaborate castle, immaculately decorated, even while covered with snow. Inside, a gala was underway, everyone dressed in their finery, the best-looking men and women dancing and drinking. It must have reminded you of times long past. It did, and not for the good. What I saw now with my older eyes was decadence, wastefulness. I found little in the world that disgusts me as much as fashion. The middle class prostrating themselves to clothe the rich just so they can impress the other rich. I don't know. I've always liked a pretty dress. <laughs> well, you're young. In any case, I went to the entrance old, ugly, dressed in rags and asked for food and a place to sleep for the night. The staff just laughed at me, threatened to throw me out. How awful. The fish rots from the head. I demanded to speak to the man of the house. As I waited, I learned this gathering was a weekly occurrence. The prince, young, handsome, and vain, was all alone, his parents having died some years ago, and finding himself with a palace and a vault of money, decided to celebrate himself over and over again. It was always the next song, the next drink, the next hairstyle. No thought of anybody but himself. But he was all alone. In a house full of people? Not one person would say no to him. They gave him everything he asked for. I know where the road lies. When we finally met, I could see that he was too far gone for words, and he needed tough love. And I had just the cure. You cursed him. <laughs> Not just him, but the whole castle and everyone who lived there, those who had aided and abetted his decadence. They were all complicit, so they would all be punished. Everyone? <laughs> right down to the children of the staff. No one would be spared. Like I said, goodness and mercy did not come instinctively to me. I had my own lessons to learn, but his were to come sooner. You transformed him into a monstrous beast. And gave him an impossible task. To learn to love someone other than himself and earn their love in return. But why did the rest have to suffer? To teach him that his actions have consequences. If I'd just given him horns and fangs, he might have run off into the night to be awful to the woodland creatures. Here... He had a responsibility to others. Their fate tied to his. That's impossible. How could he... Wait. I know this story. Of course you do. It's a tale as old as time. The beautiful girl, she took pity on him. Only at first. Then it turned to love. It wasn't easy, but then love isn't supposed to be. So you made them fall in love? No, Nora. No magic can do that. But I learned to make a lock that only a key of love could open. Listen to me, I'm getting poetical in my old age. I like it. That's always been one of my favorite stories. And that was a true happily ever after. Looking back, I see that I was a bit too cruel in my curse, but then I take some pride in seeing that I caused a rose to bloom in dead soil. You should.
I thank you for the food. I hope no one notices it missing. I'm sure they won't. But they might. Wait, did you give me your morning meal? It's all right. I wasn't very hungry. Nora, I... That was very kind of you. Thank you. Think nothing of it. I will think very highly of it. Is that music I hear? Yes, there's to be a dance as well. The prince has returned from school, so there's much cause for celebration. Is he as handsome as they say? Square-jawed and righteous, if you'd like that kind of thing. <laughs> they say he's very generous and kind, but listening to your stories, I'm doubtful. A little doubt is good, but leave cynicism for us old folks. It doesn't look good on you. See if you can sneak a peek at this charming fellow and report back to me. I will, but only because you asked me to. Of course. What other reason could you have? and Hairs, Evil Isn't Easy is written by Kyle Olson, performed by Jess Harris and Brooke Ungerford, directed by Kyle Olson, produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Follow us on Twitter at Ox and Hair. Check out our Facebook page or come by our website, oxandhair.com, where we've got mysteries to unravel, the undead to console, and a time traveler just not all at once. Find new adventures each week on Oxen Hair's Monday Matinee. Come along.